Fergal Darcy. Weekdays from 2. Today FM. It has been a while since we got to chat, but he is back in action. Brand new single out today. It's called Bad Habits. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ed Sheeran. Hello, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing very well, and you, you look amazing. Thank you. I, uh, I've well, ironically, the song's called Bad Habits. I've cut quite a lot of bad habits out of my life. Two dinner Teddy is gone. Are you reckon? Uh, two dinner Teddy's gone. Yeah, oh two yeah. Two two bottle of wine Teddy's gone. I, I feel like I I didn't realize how bad I looked until I lost a load of weight and like started being healthy and then everyone was like oh my god he looks so well i think i must have looked really unhealthy before you're nearly too handsome now you know it's, oh, it, you. poor old johnny mcdade will be giving out to you now when he sees you and you get to hang out again uh anyway listen whilst you have you talked to me about bad habits brilliant new track different dead the first thing that came into my head is this kind of ATB dance sound and it's so different for you, but it suits you. It's brilliant. Thank you. Well, I, you know, I feel like the album I've made has so many things that are typical of me to write about and sonically. And when Bad Habits came, I I didn't think it would be a song for me. And then the more I I listened to it, I was just like, this is interesting. Like I've never done a dance tune. I don't think people would expect me to put out a dance tune. And uh, yeah, I, Feel like the world needs to dance. I know that actually sounds quite cheesy, doesn't it? But, I don't think yeah. it does. No, I think you're actually right. You're on the money with that. Um, the imagery in here is brilliant. It started out neon lights, then it all got dark. Uh, yeah. as, as bad habits often do, my friend. When I was listening to it, I was thinking of that song you did with Foy, Guide and Light. Mm. And uh, you know the tattoo all you guys have in common. Uh, you know, when I need to get home, you're my guiding light. And there's another line in there. Every time the sun goes down, I let you take control. It's the total contrast. I mean, how many times has it been Friday night, right? And it's not, the sun hasn't set, you're out for a beer and then the sun starts to set and you get that tequila shot and the next thing you know, you're drinking like wine from a bag and you're lighting up a cigarette and you've never smoked and you're suddenly ordering a really bad burger from, I mean, bad habits just lead to the next and the next and the next, like dominoes falling. Yeah, it's just an astounding song. I can't wait for people to hear it today on the show. I'm going to play it in the next few minutes, by the way. But before we get there, right, what are we expecting from this new album? I, I think that we're into a different phase of you. Last tour, there was a lot of you with the pedal board, things like that. Am I going to see you with a band now? Um, I'm not sure yet. I'm doing band for like all my promotional stuff now, all my TV things, just to see if it clicks. Um, for me to bring them on tour, it has to be better than what the show was it has to like it has to be an improvement on the the loop pedal and it might well be but um we'll see there's band songs there's castle on the hill thinking out loud and then there's 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 pedal songs as well you know broadstream things like that there's a couple of the guys you've been working with for years anyway mark and johnny uh, so obviously it wouldn't be too hard for you to bring in a band if you wanted no it wouldn't and like m- maybe there's elements that just kind of get brought in i've always thought it'd be amazing to do a loop pedal show with just a drummer you know just to beef it up then you know there's there's different ways that you can do it there's another song too as well from yours that i've been keeping an eye on i'm hoping it's going to appear in the album and that's visiting hours uh, yeah i think saying... i think that's going to come out um i think that's going to come out soon because kind of people have heard it and i feel like it would be a good song just to chuck out there this is a song that you put out sam you wrote this in quarantine uh when you're over from michael gudinski's uh, who oh my god what an absolute the, the Australian, you know, rock and roll father, that's the guy right there. And, and you, you give such an emotional performance. Fair play, not easy to do. But you wrote that in the quarantine over there. Yeah, uh, well, I finished it. I had like, it was, I had like iterations of the song that, you know, I have lots of ideas on my 
uh, iPad of lyrics and melodies and, and and blah blah blah. So I essentially finished the song in 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 quarantine. And uh, yeah, I wrote a few. There's another song on the album that I wrote in that quarantine too. I feel like having two weeks to sort of sit with your thoughts and process stuff is. Uh, almost sometimes a good thing. There's the volcano emotional songs and then there's the other songs. We spoke about this before where you said, you know, there's songs you kind of go, right, I'm going to write a song today. And then there's, you know, songs that just, they just happen overnight or in a matter of a couple of hours, which is amazing. A-Team is one of those songs, 10-year anniversary, really and truly probably 11-year because you you wrote it in Guildford in in a bed sit. That's so hard to believe. That was the song that kind of kicked things off, really, wasn't it? Yeah, I feel like that song took on a a world of its own. It just, it was a small snowball that just grew and just grew and just grew. And like, you know, the song came out officially in 2011, but it wasn't really a hit in America until 2013. And then it just, it's sort of created everything that I have now. It's, it was the catalyst of everything and opened all the doors. And it's mad to look back at it. It's mad to look back on the person that I was then as well. And it's such a different, I mean, I was like 19, 20. Yeah, well, when you were that age, age, 2009, playing an Exeter to one person and then playing to the amount of people you play to now, whether it be Crow Park or Wembley, it's astounding all you've accomplished. Well, Thank you, man. I find uh, I, I'm speaking to people all the time about this because they're like, what do you learn from playing Wembley? And I'm like, nothing really, because you've learned everything on the way to get to Wembley. You play Wembley and Croke at the time where, where you're at your peak of skill set. But like, I learned so much playing to one person in yeah. Swindon. And I, I say this to kids all the time, like the best thing you can do is fail. That's like the best thing you can do, because if you fail, you learn. If you achieve, you don't learn, you just achieve. But you can't get to the achievement point without falling over and failing and and i think like nowadays especially and i think social media is the cause of this because people see what other people have and they go well i want that and they think it's a shortcut and they go well i just want i just want that now and they don't see no one's posting on instagram about their failures and they and they should because you should see the progression to get somewhere and it, it's it's important you know p- like kids think it's the, the the end of the world to not get something they want or like to to fail at something when when actually it's the start of the world it's it's the start of the next thing you know it's it's a, a positive thing i remember when you and i met in london many years ago just before divide you had gone off social media and i'm a firm believer that you know the day you see somebody posting up something saying oh it's a great day you know they've had a crap day I, I say this it, yeah. to my wife all the time. I say, whenever you see any of your friends post a selfie, ring them up and see and see how they are. Yeah. I feel like that's 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 how you know because they want someone to say, "Oh, you look wonderful," which they obviously do and they always do. But like, you're right. It's all of all of social media is kind of bred out of insecurity, and I feel like no one's actually living the life that they're portraying, including me. You know, all all, all of the stuff that I post on social media is all planned out it's all like here's the video of this single and here's me dancing with courtney cox and here's you know it's all like if i actually posted my feelings in real time you would see that that it's a normal thing yeah. to go have ups and have downs you know the last time you went off though what i really enjoyed is because you and i over the years we know each other based it's like i know that your family your mom and dad were quite involved in art and curating and things like that what i loved is for the 30 days that you kind of went right that's it good luck phone see you later gone right you went back to art man you bought yeah. a load of canvases and you went right i'm gonna start oh there it is hey this is the the afterglow it's very jackson I just, pollock i want to say you know i call my i call myself jackson bollock 
<laughs> I'm liking it already. Um, so listen, come here. You've been nailing it though. So is it just put out a blank canvas any given morning and just go out to the shed, any old paint, give me a bucket, give me an old brush over there. And Precisely, yeah. I mean, I get what I do is I buy 10 canvases. At the moment, I've got three in, in the shed and I just layer and layer and layer and layer. I, I start with the, the bottom layer is just red. And to be honest, like I don't, I don't want to be an artist. I paint these pictures and I give them to my friends and they hang them up in their kitchens and what, what, whatever. I just needed to find another hobby because my hobby is music, but then that's also my job. So when your job has got too much and you want to take a break and you take a break, what do you do? Like if you don't have a hobby, cause your hobby is your job. So I just needed to find something that in my spare time, if I wasn't doing music, I could do something else. It makes so much more sense. And what I like about you with this and from all the interviews I've read and my research is you treat it like a job. You know, when you're touring, it's one thing. There's a lot of parties, there's a lot of buses. There's, you, you never really get to be happy because you go away and you've lost two years of your life. But when you do this now, you treat it as a job. So you'll get up in the morning, you go for your run, you go to studio, you come back at six, you have dinner, you have downtime with your family. It, that's how it should be done. Yeah, I think that in in music, I mean, especially in, in the American music industry, it's like a normal thing to work from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. That's not like a normal schedule at all. A normal schedule is, that's why they call it a nine to five. And I actually learned it from, um, uh, not to name drop, but Eminem does it. Like Eminem is strict. He works. I think he gets in at 10. Yeah, I think he gets in at 10 and he leaves it and he leaves at five, no matter what. And lunch is when lunch is and you get off at lunch and you eat lunch and you come back and there's no like fluidity. It's just like, this is it. And this is the way, the way it works. And it works, man. If you're, if you have a family, your family can't like rely on someone that's, fluid and it's just like yeah i'll do this if i feel like i'll do this it has to be like i'm going to be there there at this time and then i'm going to leave at this time so people know the structure you are quite a community man as well you are now the sponsor of ipswich town but this wasn't your first sponsorship you started off as the proud sponsor of the under 11 girls team um, yeah, Framingham, Framingham yeah. Town. and this is where you do it. But that, what a thing to do for the local under 11s I know. Well, I mean, I need to get I need to get on the Wexford jersey. Yeah. Oh well. I, hey, go for the Galway boy. You need to be the Galway boys. But then again, your family does rain from Wexford. But you, are, there's a lot of Galway in you as well. A lot of yeah, Galway. of course. Well, I have. I do have family in in in, in, in Galway. But I think I think if I got on the Galway jersey, the Wexford lot would like that because that's like where everyone is. You know. Oh yeah, you'd be slapped. <laughs> there's, no, there's no two ways about that. Uh, but listen, come here. There's a, a very interesting story. Ipswich Town. You had a load of Japanese guys over recording with you, and you decided, right, I bring these boys off to a match. Do you reckon they're supporters for life now? Yeah. So they're a band called One OK Rock, and they came to the match, and we won four one, which we never do. I hear Galway well, are going through a pretty rough time at the moment. Oh yeah, not in the hurling. <laughs> it's, it's more the Gaelic football side of things. Yeah. But yeah, so the, you reckon the guys are fans for life now? Yeah, man, they're great. They're great. I think, I think, I think they really enjoyed. Uh, I think they really enjoyed the match. But they're like, I don't know if they support. I think they support Yokohama in in uh, Japan or maybe yeah. I don't think they support a Tokyo team. I think it's Yokohama. Well, I have to say this. I'm really enjoying what you're doing on social. Um, I can't wait to see the video for Bad Habits. The red suit is on. You, you know that whole vampire. As I said to you, you look phenomenal. Like so, it, 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 the, the look suits you. Are we to expect something special out of this video when it's released? Yeah, I made it with a guy called Dave Myers and there's been like eight weeks of CGI being put on it and it is as cinematic as videos come. I've, uh, yeah, it's basically just like a three minute vampire movie. It's good. Oh, wow. Good. I like it. Speak, speaking about things being cinematic, you were involved in yesterday as well. 
Uh, but you were the third choice. I'm very uh, disappointed with Richard Curtis over this. He should have known him having, uh, having been around Suffolk. He should have known that you should have been the first choice. But he went Dude, to- I think, I, I, I don't know whether he was taking the piss or not, but like- Rich, Oh, he was Rich- clearly extracting the urine. Yeah, but yeah, I think Richard's like quite a dry, sarcastic person. And I seem, I mean, he lives like, I'm in Suffolk now. He lives 15 minute drive away from me. I mean, we see, we see him and his uh, girlfriend, Emma, a lot. So yeah, I, I think like he knows how to like wind me up. Yeah, well, apparently the first choice was Chris Martin. He turned it down, then Harry, and then you. But I'm pretty we sure all know he pro- asked Chris Martin. I'm pretty sure he did ask Chris Martin. Okay. But I don't know. He jokes that he asked Harry, but... Well, listen, it has been a pleasure talking to you as always, Ed. You always put a smile on my face. I cannot wait to see you back doing the full tour of Ireland again like the last time because that was Absolutely. something special. Yeah, we're definitely going to do that next time. And thank you so much for your time today. This is Bad Habits by Mr. Ed Sheeran right now on Today FM. Fergal Darcy. Weekdays from 2. Today.